everyone, and welcome back to a special episode of Anime Club After Dark, episode two of our Vinland Saga episodic reviews. So, uh, here today with me, I have our chivalry of Shota Shotro. No flex zone. <laughs> and our wizard of Wait What Chinoda. Absolute flex zone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone get me out of here, please. Flex harder, so yes, Alex. <laughs> Uh, you have no idea what it's like being me. How could this happen to me? <laughs> Alright, anyway. So we are here to discuss the second episode of Vinland Saga. So, uh, what happened in this episode? Well, we get to see a lot of naked Danes bathing. And damn, was, was an it a good time. Okay, I want to say that was a very interesting scene. Um, I don't understand why they needed it there. But I'll go with it. Um, Wait, you don't understand why they needed it there? I mean, I get that it's narration and you know for what's coming up, but I like, did they need to be naked? It's. About... I mean, how do, you, how do you take your showers? <laughs> <laughs> I like listen. I take my showers in a shower, not in a river. In uh, 11th century AD, you're going to take it in a shower? Yes. I will will take my DeLorean back with a shower in it. Uh, Well, yeah, I uh, have a complaint about that scene in which I really don't like this narrator who is really stereotypical sounding and really annoying. He really didn't have to say anything. I could just tell what was happening by looking at the screen. You, you know what it almost felt like? It almost felt like watching a trailer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it it's got that, that voice like, in a world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, you mentioned it, it's like heavy-handed narration. I'm like, okay. Like, I could have figured all this out without you saying a damn thing. Yeah. I don't know. The, and the whole thing is like, I get that they're setting up for what's going to happen down the road, but eh, they could have done it better. Jota, I mean, it was just some exposition. I I really don't see what what you guys are complaining about, honestly. You naked butt loving man. <laughs> Listen, they look good, even with the blood oh. all over them. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> that is slightly disturbing. Moving on. So one of the things we actually learned in uh, this episode was the first scene that we saw in episode one, we actually see Thor's deserting uh, the army, which we uh, learn in this episode is called the Yams Viking army. Um, and I, I have, I have a, a question specifically for you show, but you know, feel free to answer it too. Um, I, I ask you because I know you've read the manga. Um, so the reason that we're given for him deserting the army is that he suddenly got tired of killing in the middle of this war. Now, I want to ask you specifically, how realistic do you think that is? Not very, seeing as no one else gets tired of killing. <laughs> Everyone else lives their life until they die. Like, they live their... Okay, that was... <laughs> Everyone else lives their life killing people until they die as a Viking. So I don't know why this Thor's man just suddenly got tired of killing. It seems clearly there needs to be more to the story he didn't just like out of nowhere stop there's clearly something more 
Yeah, I mean, the, when we, the the scene that we see at the beginning of episode one, it's like, all right, Thor is like, yeah, let's go kill, kill, kill. And then all of a sudden he, he gets, like, wrecked. He gets thrown into the water with someone. And, like, he kills this guy that threw him into the water and then looks at the sword and is like, nah, I'm done with this. Bye. I mean, like, something... I wouldn't think that a person who's brought up in a warrior culture like he was would just have a switch turn like that in the middle of a fight. I have to... No, I feel like... I feel like he planned that, so I feel like he had decided to abandon that fight at the beginning of the fight, but Mm -hmm. why did he decide to abandon it in the first place? I feel that there definitely has to be something that he hasn't told us. Got it. So you're you're thinking that the reason he did it when he did was it was probably the easiest way for him to leave, because he could make it look like he got killed in the water. Yeah. Okay. So he was he was waiting for a convenient time to desert. Yeah. Not just running out at any old time. No. It okay. certainly makes sense, and I have to agree that it seems like there is more to that story of him just getting tired of killing and all that and abandoning i think there is more to it than uh what's been shown so far and i do want to learn more but at the same time it doesn't matter to me too much because it's well he's not the main character so it doesn't matter too much i do want to learn a little bit more but not that much um i can see someone just getting tired of doing something all of a sudden like it's just you're doing your regular job or career one day and just all of a sudden come to realization you fucking hate this and don't want to do this anymore (laughs) i I can absolutely see that happening so wait wait are you saying that thor's had a midlife crisis in the middle of a fight (laughs) listen no better time than when you almost died do you realize huh maybe i should do something else with my life (laughs) so he moved to iceland got a ferrari it's like any good man that goes through a midlife crisis. Yeah, well, I, unlike you, Chinoda, am very invested in Thor's because he's breaking my Viking immersion by not being a true Viking. So you better have a good reason for not being a bloodlusting Viking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that thought, well, this is sort of a, a, a turn that I wasn't expecting. Um, like, I, I don't really think that most people... You you wouldn't think that someone that grew up in a warrior culture like the Vikings had would just one day say, nah, I'm tired of this shit. Bye, everybody. Doesn't make sense. Not without a really, really good reason. Like, if there was someone that was blackmailing him or whatever, it's like, it's got to be a good reason for you to turn your back on all this. And also, if he truly got tired of killing, why does he still have all of his warrior gear with him? I mean, just because he got tired of killing doesn't mean he's a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> it seems like he was, uh, he was a man in charge, and, um... Yeah, that could, could uh, he, have a lot of uh, enemies behind him. Well, he could just be covering all of his bases, too. You That's know, also possible, around, Just yeah. in case. I don't know. There's there's a lot here that I think is, is worth exploring, and I, I definitely hope that uh, the anime dives into that. Um, so something else that happens in this episode is uh, Floki, who is the man who was fighting alongside 
uh, Thor's in that first scene from episode one uh, returns to find Thor's in the village he lives in in Iceland with a group of the Yams Vikings in tow. Uh, they come they come ashore and Floki's like, "Hey, dude, you gotta you gotta come back and help fight because we're invading the British Isles." And Flo and uh, Thor's is like. Nah, man. I don't want to do that. Floki's like, you don't have a choice. <laughs> the real question is why. I don't understand why Floki wants to go all the way to Iceland to get one man to fight an entire war on from one country against another. I don't know why he's going so out of his way. I think the better question to ask first is how did Floki find out that Thor's was still alive? Oh, yeah, come that's on. what it's I was that... curious about. Really? I think it's not that hard. Like if you're gonna you're emigrating with all these people to Iceland, of course you're gonna have witnesses. Like you can track someone down. I don't think it's that hard to track someone down. And plus yeah. there's only so many Back places you can days, go. Yes it was. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking today you you're probably very right if it were today or even 50 or 60 years ago, but back in the 10th and 11th century, probably not as easy as it is today. I mean, they're also like a large organization that has a lot of power and can like I don't find it that hard to believe personally. So, well, I, I can be certainly fair. believe that I can certainly believe that a group like the Yams Vikings have a lot of resources to find people if they need to. That I can certainly believe. Yeah, and to be fair, uh, the idiot did keep his name, so... That is true. He didn't even bother changing his name. And, like, there's merchant ships, like Leif Erikson's ship, going between Iceland and the mainland. So there's going to be people talking about the people in Iceland. So like word of mouth, it's not that hard. That's true. Yeah. And if we if we if we learn anything about Leif Erikson so far is that he loves to talk. He's got a big fat gab. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I I definitely think a, a question to ask going forth is, is why Floki is indeed so hellbent on getting Thor's back. Um it's going to be really interesting it's to see that. Because Floki's in love with Oh my oh. god, stop with your fanfiction BS. <laughs> the tragic backstory. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> so I, I, I sort of mentioned it a little bit in episode our episode one review. Um, the Vikings obviously do have a celebratory war culture. Um, we've seen at least two characters now that don't embrace that so much. Um, Thor is being one of them and also Leif Erikson. Um I foresee this being bad for Thor's in the long run, <laughs> especially since he's surrounded himself with people that clearly do still believe in that celebratory war culture. Yeah, it was kind of funny how when the uh, village was told that they're going to war, they're all like, "Yay, war!" And all the Thor's old... like brooding in the corner, <laughs> like mm -hmm. all the old people are like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you! You finally get to go to war." Fulfill your dreams. And I'm like, okay. And, the and only so that, one that's something that... else I wanted to bring up. So you see, you see a, I won't say a large number, but you certainly see a few older people um, in this village that Thor's lives in. So you kind of get the sense that this village has been established for a while. And you think if they immigrated to kind of get away from the way things were, they would have been passing this down. 
I like feel this like whole celebratory war culture thing. I don't think it was so much they ran away from war in general. I think they just ran away from the particular leader that they didn't agree That's with. That's true. They ran away from a tyrant king, yeah. So But still you'd think you'd think there'd be something of that would that would have been lost over a couple of generations at least. And it's not necessarily true that they were there for generations. The old people could have moved as well. They could have been That's old true. when they moved. We just don't know. Is the thing? Yeah, it's not. It's not concretely established how long this village has been around. I, I kind of wish there was a concrete like timeline, but who knows if we'll get that. Um, That'd be too I think convenient. It, I, think would, I think it would. I think it would clarify some stuff, though. To me, for me, the the people being uh, so gung ho about war makes more sense than Thor's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> considering for sure. the time period. From for sure, my perspective, for sure. it seems uh, to be a lot of people who either don't know about the real costs of war or really uh, just don't understand these are a lot of inexperienced people that are about to go and probably die. So Yeah, they're clearly um, inexperienced. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they, thinking, all they've heard is the, all they probably heard about is the stories of the glories of war. They haven't heard the bad side of it. Yeah, exactly. So they don't know what to expect. And Thor's is uh, Thor's just brooding over there in the corner. It makes a lot more sense, honestly. It almost like he was literally it. brooding in a corner. He really was. I mean, I've, and don't I don't want to do him. this, mom. Like fuck, these fucking idiots uh, want to go to war, and I'm gonna have to go with them. This Thor's sucks. the emo Viking. Oh, oh man! So something else that happens in this episode, which I thought was really funny, was Thorfinn beating the fuck out of some children. <laughs> I was wondering I don't know. what was up with that. Honestly, I know. I don't. Know. I don't it's I, very. I don't understand it either. I think that I, the characterization of Thorfinn in these first two episodes is very vague. I don't really understand him that well. I will say. I will say this. Um, he is acting in a way that I think a child probably should act. Um, he's not acting like he's way older than he actually is, as you see in anime so many times that revolve around young characters, especially children, where you have, like, a six-year-old that's doing fucking, I don't know, geometry and some shit. Uh, Six-year-olds who do do geometry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's not like he's not like he's acting like the fucking children in the Promised Neverland who are fucking Let's putting not out go these into this. elaborate plans. <laughs> but um, uh, I I don't know I I I can see where you're coming from where he's kind of seems like he's all over the place a little bit. But at the same time, I think well, that's kind of how a child would probably act. Maybe, but it makes for bad uh, storytelling. <laughs> I don't know who this character <sighs> is. I don't know. I, I think for me to have a, a, an opinion about it, I think I'm going to have to see where it goes from here. If, if it turns out that it was all for nothing, then yeah, I would say it's some bad storytelling. But if it turns out that there's something to it later, then I would say it's pretty good foreshadowing. I do like the fact that um, we uh, got the little commentary about the fact that he... Um... He's very much a beast like his father. Very <laughs> warrior-like. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like this is setting up Thorfinn for, like, I don't want to say, like, growing up to become better than his father. But 
to become more of a quote unquote more of a Viking than his father is. Because like you look at his father and he's like eschewed the ways that the traditional ways of Viking culture and you look at Thorf and he's so gung ho and excited about battle and war and he's got his little toy sword and shield and also, I like the 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 scene, the scene where they're doing like the little play war thing, and he gets killed, and he's sitting there next to someone else that got play killed, and he starts talking about why am I always the first one to get killed? <laughs> I do, uh, and it's it, like these children have this existential conversation about what it means to be killed in war. I'm like, bro, you're six. I do like the fact that they showed us that they start training the kids for this kind of stuff at a very young age and I really like that because that is very much a thing that happened way back then they actually had um, kids trained in some type of uh, uh, defense or even offense yeah. really uh, at a very young age because well honestly you don't sur- you didn't survive long back in those days yeah I mean you they, they they were having children back in those days play with toy swords and shields and spears and stuff like you actually saw in in the animes that's I don't know exactly how accurate the toys themselves were, but um like the concept is pretty accurate to history. I love larping <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do uh, um, fucking chuny uh-huh. So, because of this, one of the when he beats the fuck out of the children, um, he actually breaks one of the arms of one of the children. I'm assuming by accident, but maybe by uh, maybe on purpose. And then this kind of leads to Thor's having a sort of sit down chat with Thorfinn back at their home, where he comes up with this really great line, um, where Thorfinn's holding up. I don't know if it's a sword or if it's a dagger because it looks really big for Thorfinn, but I'm assuming it's a dagger. Um, and he says, uh, Thor tells Thorfinn, a sword is a t- quote, a, a sword is a tool for killing. Who were you planning on killing with this? Who is your enemy? You don't have any enemies. No one has any enemies. That's kind of a, that's kind of a poignant thing to say. Yeah, I thought that was a really great line. Yeah, um, because a, a sword is, first and foremost, a tool for killing. And it's kind of like the whole, whole thing where you never unholster a gun if you don't plan to shoot it. You don't unsheathe a sword unless you plan on using it on someone. I I don't know about the rest of you, but I thought that was a pretty, that's a pretty great lesson to teach a child. Didn't work, oh, though. <laughs> no, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> Important words. That's more for us than the actual character. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> like, listen, you're going to put someone's eye out with this. Don't. <laughs> I thought that was a good father-son moment thing, which you don't see enough of in anime. I think it'll fall on deaf ears, but... Because <laughs> Thorfinn really wants to go to war. He wants to, like, join Leif Erikson on his journey. He wants to go to war with his father. I'm like, I think most of all, he just wants to leave Iceland. <laughs> I think his like he, number one motive is to be like his father, and he doesn't believe... Like, his father's words don't match his father's actions, so yeah. he wants to act like his father is acting. And mm. that would that would mean killing people. And, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of like you, you mentioned it in the first episode, where it's like, 
he's kind of hip. Thor's is kind of hypocritical in that way, where he's like, "You act like this, but let me go do this other thing that exactly. I told you just not to do." If you're going to practice what you preach, Thor's. Yes. <laughs> what's the what's the um, the the new oh rules for thee and not for me? Um, so at the end of this episode, uh, we find out after uh, Flo he goes back to I from recruiting Thor's. He uh, he hires a dude named Askeladd to kill Thor's. So Floki's kind of a backstabbing bitch. Um, we've established that already. So this this brings to light two very important questions that I I'm hoping we get answered in the you know upcoming episodes. Uh, first and foremost, why does Floki want Thor's dead? And secondly, why doesn't he just do it himself if he wants him dead? Yeah, he could have killed him. Back While in Iceland. He <laughs> could have stepped off the boat, walked up to him, shook his hand, and stuck the knife in. Because he had a whole troop with him. Yeah, it's not like they would have had a, not, a lot of resistance. None of them seemed really prepared to fight when they first landed. Um, and I don't know the exact numbers of how many people were in the village, but they probably wouldn't have had that much difficulty wiping out the entire village if they wanted to. Yeah, they could have easily done it. They were armed warriors, and they were just in front of villagers. It would have been a slaughter if that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, But I think the bigger question is the first one. Why does Floki want Thor's dead? Now, I want to to throw out a A theory. No, they're not lovers. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, I want to throw out a theory that Floki wants him dead as a sort of personal vendetta because he... Thor has essentially abandoned Floki in the middle of a battle. I mean, even... If that happened to me, I'd certainly want answers as to why that happened, assuming I had survived the battle. But also, I'd feel very disrespected by someone that just left me in the middle of a battle and it's like, nah, fuck you, I'm out. It's like, I love you. And you'd leave me? It's not I fuck you and your stupid Fujoshi bullshit. <laughs> no. Floki seems too composed to want a personal vendetta. I think he wants something else. Like, the no. <laughs> no. <sighs> I wonder if it's just Floki that wants him dead or if the orders came from higher up. Oh, maybe Floki is working for England. So what you're oh, so what you're saying is that you think that Floki may have been told to execute Order sixty six. Well, less Order sixty six, more <laughs> take out that one traitor, just so we don't have a bad name. Uh, how do you know? How do you know that Thor's is the only person Floki wants dead? We don't. That's the thing. We, exactly. We don't See this. This ending opens a lot of questions. Listen, Why is Floki such a backstabbing bastard? Why I, doesn't Floki just kill the people he wants dead himself? Find out next time on Vinland Saga. All I know is I'm fucking calling Thor's is going to die next episode. Mm. I'm calling it. That's a bold statement, sir. A bold statement. I am calling it. They like er, He's in a morally righteous dude, and they set yeah. him up in a lot of ways. It's just really obvious he's now that, that i think about die. it, it a lot of death now, now that now that you now that you say that 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 little speech is sort of the tool for killing that's kind of a death flag now that i think about it 
he's been raising death flags ever since you pretty much see him. It's like, this dude's not going to survive. Just like the yeah. slave in episode one, no good deed goes unpunished. And oh, shit. Mr. Thoris has been doing a lot of good deeds. So he needs to be punished. With that his very death. <laughs> I thought you were about to say with his dick. <laughs> now mean. who's being a Fujoshi? Oh, fuck you. But yeah, well, we'll have to see how this ends in the next episode. So thank you, all of you out there, for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you would like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Ask a lad, more like ask a dad. Am I right? I mean, you ain't wrong. (laughs) Of all the person on this podcast to make a dad joke, Jesus Christ. (laughs)